All right. Wait. I think, you, I think you've had enough. Let me take a sip of my genius juice. <laughs> For me, it's swearing juice. Welcome everybody to the Media Lunch Break, where we give you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and have yourself a nice slice of pumpkin pie cheesecake. I am Chris Treble, alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Cheers. Yeah, alright. Um, so we're talking Logan this this fine evening, afternoon, morning, whenever the hell you people listen to the this. The guy or the movie? I, I would assume it's going to be a little bit of both. Alright. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean... So, for those of you who missed it somehow, really, if you're listening to this podcast, you didn't miss it. Um, if you were on Mars, for yeah. The if you were on Mars, you you missed it. Maybe you by now that you've probably gotten it. Um, a trailer for the new X Men, lo- uh, the X Men. <sighs> I told you, you'd had enough. I've never had enough. I don't care what you or my sponsor says. <laughs> I have never had enough. Um, the trailer for the new X Men movie Logan has come out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, um, reportedly, supposedly, Hugh Jackman's last go as Wolverine. Do you believe that to be true? I believe it is the last time we will see him say more than ten lines as Wolverine. Alright, that's a fair idea. I believe it is the last time he thinks he's gonna play Wolverine. (laughs) Um, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think if, I I think he's going to do cameos. Like X-Men Apocalypse, where he was sort of... Even less. Did you see X-Men Apocalypse? I did. Less? I'm going to say even, I mean, he didn't say words, but he had like full action sequences. Sure. But that, but because what he said is, that's kind of the reason he's leaving, is that Mm. he can't do that anymore. He's... I want to say late 40s? Yeah, probably. I think he's late 40s. Um, and every time... It's he, a lot of upkeep. If you've seen... I mean, if you watch all of those X-Men movies back to back... I mean, that's how we... This is how we discovered Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I, I say we, like the American people. Kind of the mass audience. Certainly nerds. Yeah, certainly nerds. Discovered Hugh Jackman. He was a big musical guy. He was a big theater guy. Yeah. Um... And uh, he was, I think, a TV star in Australia. A TV or movies. I'm Everyone's sure. a TV star in Australia. That's true. But um, but the American audience, really in a wide, big bad way, was introduced to him as this character. Mm-hmm. And if you watch those movies back to back, he gets more jacked. I was going to say, he gets younger. He gets, yeah, <laughs> I mean, in a sense, yeah. Like, in the face he gets older, and yeah. in the body he looks... More and more, yo- like more younger, yeah, and just jacked beyond belief every single time out. Huge jacked man. Yeah, that's pretty much what he is. Yeah. And he said, you know, I I try and push myself further every time I play this character. Um, and th- this is one of the this. I'm going off on a slight tangent on this, but one of the things that is kind of admirable about Hugh Jackman is that he's never forgotten that this character is where he started. Yeah. And so every time he goes out, he's like, I'm going to do it 
bigger and badder than I did the last time. Yeah. And now that he's, uh, if he's not over 50, he's pushing 50. Sure. Like, his body can't keep up. He's like, I'm, I can't keep doing this. So well, I th- and especially he can't keep playing a person who doesn't age. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's the hard part. That is the hard part. Um, and doesn't, and, and heals instantly because he sure as hell does not. <laughs> yeah. People are going to notice when he's covered in bruises yeah, in the next movie. Yeah, exactly. So and he's, varicose veins. Yeah, he has said this is his last go around. I think you're right. I think, I don't think we're going to have uh, um, kind of the same way they try and put Stan Lee in every Marvel mm. movie. They've kind of put Hugh Jackman into every X-Men movie. I think at minimum... There will be, like, they'll, the, I'm sure the plan is to continue making these X-Men movies the same way they've continued making the Marvel simula- right. Cinematic universe, universe movies, where if this continues for another 20 years, let's say, yeah. God forbid, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, he'll play another character. He'll be an older man. He's going to go off and do his own thing. At, at minimum, right. he will, 20 years down the road, be, a, you know, he'll be 70 and yeah. he'll, or whatever, and he'll play a, a another. He'll play something else, in some and it'll movie. be a nice little. It'll nod be a clerk. To, yeah. It would be as if Sean Connery were to cameo into James Bond. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I um, but he is. I, I like I was saying. I think that he can show up as Logan. I don't think he'll show up in every movie, but I think every once in a while they'll throw him in. Give him a line or two. The same way he was in an X-Men First Class where they walk in a bar and he's like at the bar. Exactly. I yeah. don't think they'll give him the Apocalypse thing where he has no lines but all action. Yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, this Logan trailer came out. It is supposed to be his last go around. Um, and I just wanted to kind of get some reaction on it from you. Uh, overall, okay, first impression when you first saw this trailer. Very first impression. Yeah. Hurt is too good of a song to use for this trailer. Okay. Really? Yes. Again, the, to, okay, so to me, we talked about this the last half episode. Right. Uh, you, you asked me to summarize my feelings on the trailer. Pre- probably good. Pretty good. Probably okay. good. That song, all I want to do is sing that song. I don't, I don't even want to watch whatever they're showing. Because I love that song so much. It's a, it's, that song is further than a classic. And this right. is a small tangent. And if you don't like Johnny Cash, I mean, you're wrong. But, but I get it. You know, so like this song, for people who know this song, is, I mean, it, it's, it um, supersedes anything that we could possibly see in this trailer. So I think yeah. it's a poor choice. I think they could have used another Johnny Cash song. Right. I Hung My Head would have been a good one. Basically, any like somber Western song right. would have been a good choice. But Hurt is so distinctive. It is distinctive. And it means something incredibly powerful and unique to every person watching it. All right. I will, I will grant you that. Mm-hmm. I actually thought it was a really inspired choice. If only for the reason that it sets this movie tonally but see that's what i mean apart from all the other you could do that with another song you could do that do you know the song i hung my head yeah that's that one would fit just as well yeah that's fine but i i i like i first of all the the um the johnny cash version of of hurt is Mm. a very cinematic version with that driving sure. note yes. and everything. Agreed. I think it fits really well. I mean, trailers have been using that song okay. since it came then out. Then I would say that I, I think it would have been a better choice to take the master track of the instrumental part. 
and not have him singing over it. Okay, that's fair. Because all I do is listen to that song. I had to watch the trailer twice because I was like, oh yeah, I fucking love that song. But see, I I do love that song, and I I really loved... I mean, it's not going to change how I feel about this. It's, it's not like I'm now going to listen to that Johnny Cash song and only think of... Oh, this is a song they used in the Logan trailer. I'm nearly certain you just said Johnny Cash thong. Isn't didn't he wear those? I mean, we may never know. <laughs> I think somebody knows. <laughs> June Carter. So we, um, I you know, I, yeah, but that's the thing is that I, I think if I didn't have to watch it for this podcast, I would have seen it once. And at the end of the first one, I was like, oh yeah, some stuff happened. What's it about? Oh yeah, Patrick okay. Stewart was in it. But I was like, all I really remembered is that the song Hurt was right. in it. Okay. And I had to watch it again and sort of push the song away okay. so that I could focus on what was happening. Alright, so once you push the song away, right. thoughts on the actual trailer itself? I'm terrified by the fact that there is a child co-star. Okay. I'm, look. By the way, um, it, it should be noted, I actually have a, a story about that. That I, I didn't include in the news podcast because I wanted to... Save it for this. Save it yeah. for this. Um, it is confirmed she is X-23. I saw that as well. Okay. And that's good. There were 22 attempts to clone Logan. Oh, okay. And then she was the 23rd attempt. Um, and she was successful. So that's where she got her name. Uh, she has strength, reflexes, agility, and a healing factor... The differences are uh, has only two two claws on her hands and an extra that can be popped out of her, each of her feet. Ugh. I don't know how that works. Um, oh, and and currently she's actually Wolverine. Yes, she took over the mantle. In the new after, one, yeah. that's right. But I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, she's older. She's not a child. Yeah, in in the comic, she is now aged. I, I've well, even then, I mean, the the X twenty three that I know is a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if this is from something that I'm just not aware of, but every rendition I know is a grown woman. Um, I am, so that terrifies me because I have never seen an action movie that has a child co-star that has been good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of an action movie and specifically that is, that is kind of renowned for a good child co-star. I'll, I'll try and somebody tweet us back. Yeah, please. If you can think of one, we're going to... I know. And Iron Man 3 sucked preemptively. Wow! Say that good call one. on that one. Um, I mean, not good call. I liked Iron Man 3. It wasn't... I mean, it's okay. It's, it's the worst one. I think 2 is the first... It's the worst one. All right, that's that's a topic for another episode. Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay, that's a good one. All right, let me... Then let me kind of set... If you're going to tweet us about this, it has to be a movie where the child is in it and actually has... Like, something to do with the action of the movie. See, I think as long as the child is in at least two-thirds of the film, it counts. Okay. Because that just is death. Right. Um, alright. So I get that. So that's that worries me. Right. Alright, I guess I'm going through the bad stuff first. Because mm-hmm. I, I definitely, there's some good stuff in here. It looks, right. some of it looks really good. Some of it I'm just, I'm, I'm mostly concerned. Alright. I don't think it looks bad. But I'm just, especially after X-Men Apocalypse, which was probably the worst one since the reboot. I would definitely agree with that. It was still fine. I actually really enjoyed Apocalypse. I think that the scene with Quicksilver is worth the ticket price alone. I, here's the thing about those scenes. They're always worth the ticket price. Exactly. And that's great and yeah. all, but I'm getting, I, I don't, it's now getting formulaic. Like this followed the Agreed. exact format of Days of Future Past. And Days of Future Past, 
I thought was brilliant. Agreed. But and you could have just watched Days of Future Past yeah, again. Yeah, could have totally done that. Yeah. And been more than happy. Uh, so, yes. So I am, you know, they need to bring this, spike it back up. Right. Because they've only gotten worse since Days of Future Past. Right. Or, uh, uh, Apocalypse. Well, no, no. Um, um, uh, first Class. I think Days of Future Class was good. Days but I think of Future it was, Past. What did I say? You said Days of Future Class. Look, I've had too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you were getting on me. I know I was. Yeah. So I think First Class, uh, in my opinion, is actually the better one. Days of Future Past is slightly worse. Apocalypse is slightly worse than the two before it. Really? We're going on a steady climb down. I just need them to spike it back up. And and to be fair, Hugh Jackman is a good way to do that. So is Patrick Stewart. They're both just, yeah. just gold. Um, so I want this to be good. I'm optimistic, but I am concerned. All right. Since you brought up Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart here, um, I want to talk about tone. Okay. Um, because you have two highly regarded actors. Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman, Academy Award nominee. Granted, it's for Les Mis. But still... Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's um, great. Sir Patrick Stewart. Certainly. Um, Sir Tinley. <laughs> By the way, I've met him before. Did I ever tell you that story? Oh, yes. That's a long At, story, yeah, and I yeah, won't yeah. do it on mic, but I've met him, and he's a very nice man, and he's awesome. Um, but you have these two really good actors. I want to talk about tone mm-hmm. when you bring up the two of them. So what do you think? This is a different tone than I've ever seen in an X-Men movie. I mean... If you were to watch this trailer and without the obvious things of Wolverine's claws comes out of his hands, this doesn't look like an X-Men movie. Yeah. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it doesn't it barely looks like a sci-fi movie. It barely looks like an action movie. I mean, it certainly looks like a sci-fi movie. There there are shots. Well, there are, but that's what I mean. There are certain it I when I say barely like there are certain shots. Yes, there's a man with a bionic hand and things Well, like no, that. Sure, sure. I was actually going to say the shot of the police coming in the rovers is almost straight from ET. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's clearly like the yeah. government coming to but take something. think away. of what I'm saying is think of the X-Men Apocalypse trailer. Mm-hmm. And how heavily that relied on yes. we got all these action amazing and... special effects yes now think of this trailer yes uh, and so the I... biggest action piece in that entire trailer is patrick stewart and hugh jackman driving in a fucking tahoe no there's a part where well you say minus the claws right all right so sure but there is a part where he almost stabs a guy and then there's a part where he's running through the woods and jumps 10 feet in the air like, i mean he does the classic Wolverine you thing. you can say you know without all the action there's no action in no. this trailer <laughs> but what I'm saying is that without the obvious Wolverine moments right. of him jumping with the claws. But that's kind of what I mean is that like, okay, yes, without those, without the things that are in the trailer, it looks like a different kind of trailer. But that's really two, that, uh, but even watching this trailer, that's two moments. Okay. There's the one where he put, where he cocks his fist sure. and the claws come out. Yes. And there's the other one where he's running through the woods and he j- jumps with the There's claws. also an international there's, trailer. There's Oh, yeah, there's a red band where he stabs a guy yeah. in the head. And there is one, a brief shot of him, like, blocking something with yes. his claws. But, Which so is X-23's claws. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. No, no. But other than those, I'm going to say three moments, depending on which trailer you watch. That's it. And there's a lot of stuff. I mean, this is a two and a half minute yeah, no, trailer. That's, that's valid. It, here's the thing that, another thing that concerns me. And okay. I just, 
I want it to be good. I'm rooting for it. Right. I will see it probably in the first week, probably not opening night. Uh, but what concerns me about the tone mm-hmm. is it feels like they said, wow, Mad Max Fury Road did really well. Okay. Why don't we make a post-apocalyptic desert X-Men movie? Which yeah. it concern, And I'm not saying that's what happened or even that I think that that's what happened because I don't. But I do think that there was some influence by Mad Max and its popularity yeah. to make a movie in a similar tone. Okay. Fair. Um, then let me... This is just me like just asking you a bunch of questions on just to bounce things off. But yeah. um, we've talked a lot about... And they've talked in the media a lot about the fact that this is based on... Loosely, obviously, based on Old Man Logan. I... Go on. Alright, alright. I was just gonna say, I'm so offended that people keep saying that. Okay. Because there is nothing but in that's common. But like, they're, they're, that's why I said loosely. I mean, Nothing! He's okay. older! Yeah. <laughs> He's so, an old man! So what I want to say... It's not based on Old Man Logan. He is Old Man Logan. Right. So what I want to say to that effect yeah. is, um, you know, now that we, we've seen the actual trailer... Give me some thoughts on what you think the actual, somewhere close to what the plot of this movie is. Uh, So, Patrick, so Logan has been living alone. I don't, it doesn't seem like he has a family. Uh, Mm. I'm willing to bet his family has already been killed. He probably tried to have a family. They're already dead. He's living alone in like a trailer or something. Um, Patrick Stewart, sorry, Professor X. Same death. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Uh, who was long thought to be dead is just senile. He was in hiding. Um, and he, while in hiding, was hiding the last known mutant. Um, or at least a mutant with perhaps the ability to create more mutants in some way. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Um, but there's something about her that makes the government want to put an end to her. Right. So uh, he's been hiding her. He's losing his faculties. He needs someone else to help. I know. How about that guy who never gets old? Okay. So he goes out looking for Logan. And obviously he's a telepath. So he finds him immediately. Right. Finds him. Says, hey, I've got this person. She's a lot like you. If you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Lot like you. Right. Lot like you. Maybe even genetically, if you get my meaning. Do mm-hmm. you get my meaning, Logan? Uh-huh. Do you get it? Because she's a... Me- uh, uh, sh- I didn't say a thing. Nope. Here, let me telepath it to you. Yeah. And, uh, and then he just screams at his face, She's a mutant! <laughs> he's like, did he's I like, do that right? <laughs> I can't tell. I'm senile. <laughs> um, and then uh, they run from... Oh, and I think they probably have a... God, I could I could write this. I'm sure this is what happens. So then they probably have tea or whatever Logan has in his place, grits right. or whatever, in his trailer. They're talking about it for a little while. And then, oh no, the government's here. And they have to run out. And they run out the... He's like, I've got a secret way out. And then they run out the back way. Then they hide out for a little while and they're trying to make it to... I don't know. I, I, got, I get the feeling that like they've got to make it... To Tijuana. It's just where they go. Oh yeah, so there's got to be there's got to be a goal, right? There's got to be a place that they're going to. So maybe they're looking for a safe haven of some kind, a place that, uh, you know, Book of Eli actually comes right. to mind. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. No, it's, but I know. It's I very similar, know. post-apocalyptic. Right. The suit's trying to transfer an object from point A to point right. B. That's the whole plot. 
So I wonder if there's a place that they can take this girl where she will be safe. Okay. Uh, and that's the whole point. You know, I've, I've heard tell, Logan, right. of a place where I she'll be safe. I agree with you on all points except I I'm think... Not, I haven't finished yet. All right, Jesus. The last thing that I want to say that, that will happen, I think the last shot from that trailer... Yeah. Where they're standing and he appears to be holding a shovel and he's oh, covered in blood. Oh, that's the death of Professor X. Why would you show that in the trailer? Yeah, that's pretty clear. Um, I I agree with you on all points except for the fact that I think I bet you Logan is actually has been caring for Professor X this whole time. No way, no chance. I th- because there's that shot of him in the water tower in a bed. Sure, but that's probably him. They they probably make it to somewhere. No, well, uh, we, that just randomly has a hospital bed in the water tower. Yes, I mean at, at minimum there's a hospital bed and Logan puts it in a water. I, I I think this is what I think. Right. I think I think whatever has caused this this post apocalyptic world or whatever, yeah. um, Logan and Professor X have survived. Professor X is going senile. And Logan has been caring for him this whole time. And so, and Professor X, like, somehow senses this girl out there. Sure. And then, and says, Logan, Maybe Cerebro? Yeah. He gets Cerebro up and running? Which I, for, maybe it's not in the water tower. He might be, like, those big shots of him. It might be two different scenes. It seems like it might be Cerebro. Oh, First, you know what I mean. At first, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Is he inside?" Cerebro? Well, there, there's a shot of him as well in a in a uh, what do they call that sensory deprivation? Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So I that's what I think is going to happen. All right, I really that's what I think. Um, do you think they will have the balls to have Logan kill the X Men? No, I think that that has happened over time. Um, I think whatever organization is going after this kid is what killed the x-men yeah um i don't think it's going to be like a days of future past where it was like a giant battle happened and we lost and now it's all we're on the run or something i think it's going to be one of these things where like this was started by the government and it just they just picked us off one One by by one by one by one by one and so they're the last refugees of this slow um genocide essentially that He's just out in the wilderness, not in the wilderness, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. out in that desert place. Yeah. And he's care- it's just been him and Professor X, and Professor X is going senile, and he's got to take care of him. Um, that, I mean, that's kind of what I've gathered from it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not harping on this again, but the tone of this to me... Looks really interesting. Like I said, it doesn't look like an X Men movie. I, I mean, agree. There's, the, there's those beautiful shots of them around what looks like a dinner table, and yes. I saw that shot and I was like, I've seen that type of shot in every Oscar trailer. It reminded me of the was it Ten Cloverfield? Ten Cloverfield. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But even so, like I've seen that type of. Uh, it was almost like an August Osage County type sure. shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there seems to be a really. Like a family drama. Yeah, a family drama. There seems to be an actual heart to this. Yes. That, And that's why I said like it's interesting that of a two and a half minute trailer, three, maybe four scenes of it are actually of... Action. Action. Yeah. You know, no, there's a lot of cars driving. There's that. There's the tracking... Sh- the um, shots of them doing the chase in the truck. That's the most action-y it gets yeah. in this trailer, which I found really, really fascinating. Um... 
Yeah. Any any other thoughts on on the trailer? I do. But I need to look up who he's playing because I can't remember his character's name. Um, Logan oh, Wolverine. This is this his character's name. Oh, are you talking about the guy with the tr- with the hand? No. We got our first look at Stephen Merchant as Caliban. Is that the guy in the in the scarves? Yeah, he's he's wearing a hat and goggles, and he has a scarf on. So Caliban was in Apocalypse, but he was played by a different actor. I don't right. know who. But his power—he was the guy who. Remember when Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. Remember when Mystique mm-hmm. went into the club to get Nightcrawler and Angel? And there's the guy who could be like, "Hey, you're, you've got a power." Yes. He his power is that he can sense people with mutant abilities. From up some sort of radius. Mm. And he can pinpoint where they are. He can feel it. Um, and Stephen Merchant is playing him in this. And I don't know if you're familiar with Stephen Merchant. The Ricky Gervais Stephen Merchant? Yes. So a lot, really? for those of you who don't know, um, there's this guy named Stephen Merchant who's been very good friends with Ricky Gervais and does a lot of shows with him. He's probably most known for the show Idiot Abroad, where I don't even remember who the guy is who goes out there, but they send this dumb friend of theirs to I'm famous stop places. you right there. I'm going to say that for those of you who don't know, Stephen Merchant is probably best known for being the co-creator of The Office. Okay, but as a as a face, that, that's really what I mean. You you might recognize him, the most likely to recognize him from uh, An Idiot Abroad. Though, if you don't know him as the co-creator of The Office, you probably won't know. You probably haven't seen that show. Uh, he was also the voice of... Wesley? I gotta look it up now. But he's, he's the voice of the little robot in Portal 2. Um, it's not Wesley, but it's a name like Wesley. Por- Winthrop. Nope. Portal to... Winchester. Wheatley. He's the voice of Wheatley, and he actually is hysterical in that game if anyone hasn't played it. The very... William? It's Wheatley. The very first thing you do... Hear me out. Okay. Wallace. William Wallace, that's right. So the very first thing you do is... Western? Oh, Jesus Christ. Just stop me when I get the right one. I don't, I, my computer's going to die. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to be like, Samuel. <laughs> but no, so for those of you who don't know, the, the one of the very first scenes in, I think, Portal 2 is this robot coming and waking you up from cryogenic stasis. And he's like, okay, okay, let's see what you, what you let's see if you've got all your faculties about you. I don't want to you know make you scared or anything. I don't want to scare you. But there's a very small chance that you may have some very serious brain damage. And he's like, okay, so first thing you can do, just tell me your name. And it says, to tell your name, press spacebar. And spacebar is the jump button. So you just jump, and he's like, "Close enough, come on." That's great. <laughs> really, really funny stuff. That's awesome. But he's playing this this character of Caliban. That's interesting. I did not. I was wondering who that person was, and mm-hmm. I had no idea. He's um, like albino. He looks like powder. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I I think they should just have him play powder. Um, I can't believe you came here without your computer. Charged. I really. It was charged at a hundred percent when I left the house. I don't believe you. I don't care. Oh, because I've been charging this thing like a jackass. That's why. Out of it? Fuck me. Well, Unplug it. What are you doing? Um, well, at least this is at 79. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think this looks... We should wrap this up anyway and we could get on to reading the assignments. You know, we could we could do half of it in my computer as well and I can just splice them together. I think... I think that would be a better idea since you only have 3% left. Fair. Fair point. So let's just get as far as we can. Okay. Uh, actually, we should 
save it, right? Because if it just yeah. shuts down, it's yeah, going to be yeah, gone forever. Okay. So let's do that and then move into there. All right. All right. That looks pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so what are we talking about? So we're talking about Stephen Merchant. Yes. Is in it playing Caliban. He's playing Caliban. He has an interesting power. Uh, I'm sure he will be used by the government to find X23. Yeah, I mean that definitely looks like a villainous character. Now, if they want to have some guts, I would like them. I would like Caliban to fight a senile Charles Xavier. That seems like an. Uh, I don't want to say an obvious matchup because. It's, it sounds pretty brilliant coming out of your mouth. <laughs> but, yeah, that seems like it's um, a logical matchup. And we'll see if that happens. I mean, there's that there's that shot of some sort of bright light happening. And mm-hmm. I can't tell if it's, if it's Charles Xavier that looks to be in the foreground of that shot. Do you know what I mean? I can't... It, I mean, it's I, a bald head of some kind. I barely remember. So, but I Caliban also has a bald head. Yeah, yeah. so I couldn't tell if it, that was actually a shot of Stephen Merchant. a lot Merchant. of bald-headed mutants happening. I mean, it's a lot of stress <laughs> being a mutant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, any last any last thoughts on uh, on the trailer before we move on? Looks pretty good. It does look really good. I'm, I'm re- actually... This is the most excited I've been about an X-Men movie in a good while. Probably, I, I think I was more excited for Days of Future Past and even First Class. but And even, actually, to be honest, even Apocalypse. But that might be a good sign that this is actually I'm definitely more excited movie. about this than Apocalypse. See, I was more excited for Apocalypse, and then it was sort of... It wasn't a letdown, but I was like, no, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of had a feeling Apocalypse was... I, I knew just from the trailer Apocalypse was going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Well, the problem with Apocalypse, and not to digress too much, is that uh, it's it's the only one of the X-Men movies we've, we've watched so far that you can take out and there's no difference. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So do you want to cool. move on to reading assignments? Yes. Let's do reading assignments. So why don't you start this time? Because I think usually I start. Okay. I gave you yes. one uh, uh, Scott Pilgram. Yes. What have you... Did you read any of it? I read all of it. What'd you think? I loved scott pilgrim isn't it amazing i've known about scott pilgrim um for a while i never read any of scott pilgrim but i've known the character yeah. for a while um did you see the movie i did see the movie mm. and i was struck by how we'll say this and some people don't like that movie i as someone who didn't read the comics mm-hmm. really liked it i've never met someone who's seen the movie and didn't like it really because yeah. somebody somebody said i guess maybe the critics panned it a little bit critics did but pan it. it it made almost really no money yeah opening weekend it, it made 10 million yeah but it's really good and i was struck by i haven't seen it in years but i do remember like oh these are specific moments like they were very faithful yes to that i mean to edgar wright it's Ed, it's just another tell of edgar wright being a genius right um that being said, I really, really was, it wasn't just an enjoyable read. This is one of those reads that, um, I was actually like at times really moved by it. Yeah. It was, it, he. It really brings you in. He, well, he, first of all, I love how unapologetic, unapologetic it is about its own world. Yep. It just says we're in a video game world mm-hmm. and it doesn't say that up front. You just find it out as you go along. Yep. And, 
like with the subspace pathways and everything yep. like that. And it just, that's the world we live in and See, you're just going to go with it. I actually think that was one of the problems with the movie is they don't really address the subspace pathways. Right. It happens maybe once, right. I think, and no one mentions it. But it it, it plays so heavily into the story, into the emotional fabric of this yes. story, which is really interesting. Um, but other than, uh, not other than that, aside from that, or, or just on top of that, he is able to capture... He being Brian Lee O'Malley. Thank you. Yeah. Um, is able to capture the tone of what it's like to be a teenager or a young person just trying to, f- like, figure out yeah. the world. And yes. just figure out, you know, these larger emotions. And it really feels like the world is against you, hence Scott yes. Pilgrim versus the world. Hot versus Scott Pilgrim versus the universe. universe. Yeah. Um... But just the idea of, of dating and and the the um, and that and, and falling in love. I'm just trying to figure out what is the right thing. What is the right thing, and what type of person you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you have these decisions that it will it will set who you are as a person for the rest of your life. Yes. And you have you know. So I was really like I said. On top of the fun action of it, and this is one of those things I like to think of like a candy comic, and that, and and I don't mean that lightly. I mean that it's such an easy breezy read. I can like just yeah plow through, through it. it. Um, it's such a quick read, but at the same time, there is such a beautiful um, essence to it. Yeah, that I was like I said, there were really a lot of times where I was. I actually got choked up at one or two times yeah, it's between him really and Ramona. Beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautifully written and and poetically written in in a lot of ways. I think he also captured a really great tone with his dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, it's a heightened dialogue, but at the same time, it's not so heightened that it's, it's not detached. It's not detached. I know kids who talk like this yeah. or did talk like this i was one of those kids in some aspects and, and most importantly am. even if there aren't people even if it's not a normal way of speaking the emotion is clear yes it's very clear mm. um and he built that world so beautifully i come from from a place kind of like that where it's you know it's a it's not a small town but it is not it's not linked to a large metropolitan area right you know the you know there's not a lot to do mm-hmm. you go to this restaurant or you go to that restaurant and that's pretty much it there's the mall and there's these people and there's clicks of groups i come from that place i think a lot of people do yeah and he's able to really capture that feeling of i'm stuck in my hometown i don't know what i want to do with the rest of my life i don't know what the rest of my life holds for me or what my possibilities are and where do I just go from there? Yeah. You know? Well, I think Brian Lee O'Malley is one of my favorite comic writers. And I've got uh, a book he did shortly after he made... Actually, I think it was it was well after he made Scott Pilgrim, but shortly after the movie came out, he made a book called Seconds that I'm going to recommend. I'm going to okay. send you eventually. Um, it's, I think it's better. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Scott Pilgrim is great, mm-hmm. though. Fun fact about that and the movie uh, is that the sixth and final book was not written when that movie came out, and Brian Lee O'Malley didn't know the direction he wanted to go, which is why, if you watch the movie, right. I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't know what Scott Pilgrim was. And we got to the end, and I was like, eh. 
That was fine. Right. It was a little weird. It, it disjointed. I right. didn't quite understand it. It's because Brian Lee O'Malley was unsure whether he wanted Scott to go back to Knives or end up with Ramona. So they really? left it open until he made a final decision. They filmed two different scenes, and right before the movie dropped, Brian Lee O'Malley was like, this is the one, this is the one. Yeah. And it ended up being very different from the movie, but he ended up being with Ramona. I forget, in the movie, does he end up being with Ramona? Yes, he does, because okay. at the very last minute, Brian Lee O'Malley was like, okay, I figured out how this movie ends. It's not the way you filmed it, but you filmed one where he ends up with Knives Chow and one where he ends up with Ramona Flowers. Right. He ends up with Ramona Flowers, so go with that right. one. But everything until that point, like, there's a, a very awkward scene where he beats the main bad guy in the movie aside with Knives, and they have, like, a very sort of romantic moment together, right. and then he ends up with Ramona. It feels very strange, Okay, but the the... I guess I won't spoil the ending for people who haven't haven't seen it, but or haven't read it. But the end of the book is it's so beautiful. powerful. It's so great. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I feel the other thing is I feel for every one of those characters. Well, and I was going to say as well. I'm glad you brought that up. That the movie does not a great job of of rounding out the characters of say um, Kim or Stephen or uh, young Neil. Right. But in the book, these are all very because you get six volumes of it. It really is. I mean, you you know you don't just feel for Scott. You don't just feel for Ramona. Mm-hmm. I felt for Knives. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, really, and later on, she's just young, a young kid. Young Neil. Yeah, dude. Comes in who is just a tangential there's, character. Well, there's a the great first three you know volumes in the movie. Kim has maybe like three or four lines. She she's just the drummer and the Kim, band. Yeah. She, she has a whole backstory with Scott, and there's a great moment that I just love where they bring up his ex-girlfriend, who is a celebrity now, and she goes, oh, your ex? And then the scene continues, and then it cuts back to her, and she sinks down into a chair and says, I saw her on the cover of Now magazine. And then it cuts back to the rest of the scene, whatever's happening, right. and then it cuts back to her a third time, and she sinks her face into her knees, and she's like, she's really pretty. Yeah. Like, really beautiful, just yeah. stabbing you in the and heart And that's what moments. I mean. He captures that, that tone of being of having that angst of yeah. being a teenager or a young person and not not being totally in control yeah. of how you feel having self-confidence issues yeah having yeah. all of those those issues of being young and trying to kind of enter into a, an adult world yeah. and not really knowing how to navigate these waters and ha- not knowing how to navigate these emotions mm-hmm. that are going on um he captures it really beautifully to the point that I you know, like I said, I I remember feeling this way when I was younger, and like still connect with it. It's yeah. still one of those visceral things that um, when you read it, you instantly go back to exactly where you were yes. at that age. It's so universal. It is. It really is universal, which is great. So yeah, I love it. It yeah. was it was fa- it was such a fantastic read. Um, I actually have it still in the cellophane somewhere around here down there. Nice. Yeah, got it at Comic Con. Ooh, yeah. fancy. I know. Um. Yeah, so for your reading assignment, mm-hmm. I gave you to catch up with the rest of The Flash. Yes, it was just the last two episodes, which are the first two episodes of the, of the third season. season. There was a third episode. I, I will it. not count it because you, it happened in between. Well, yeah, you said I had to watch the first two episodes of season yeah, three. that's fair. So, um... <laughs> fun, fun thing about this, I've been watching The Flash. So every day this week, I've had a moment where I'm like oh shit, did I forget to read whatever my assignment was? Because it's just something yeah. I've been watching anyway. And yeah. I'm like, what did he assign? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. And there was a time period where like three days in a row, I was like, what the fuck did he give me? Did I yeah. lose it? And then I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, so you had me, I think my first reading assignment was Flashpoint, right? It's one of them. One of them, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, 
I like it. There were a lot of problems with the second season, and I think that the third season is doing a much better job mm -hmm. already with two episodes. I mean, um, Tom Felton, who plays Draco Malfoy, oh yes, is okay. uh, is a great addition. Yes, um, I'm glad he's he's there. He's really I'm interested to see where his character is going. I Me too. swear to God, if he turns out to be alchemy, I'll be pissed because it's such oh, an obvious. It is thing. very obvious. Uh, so. Though they usually do a pretty good job of not yeah. making the obvious choice. Yes. <clears throat> and kind of doing a red herring. Yes. They're really they, good they at red herrings good on that, that show. Um, Pun not intended. Pun intended. Fuck it. But red herring. Did you intend it, though? Didn't intend it. I do now. But, it, okay, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm still having the same kind of problem where I'm like, okay, well, I don't... I don't really see... Uh how what changed affected all of the things that have been affected yeah um it's fine i mean it's it's sort of small i'm really interested to see a third tom cavanaugh oh but he's not gonna be okay i you have not seen the third episode not yet so but we do we have we have two tom cavanaugh's one he plays um Wells, Harrison Wells, who yes. has been taken over yes. by Eobard Thawne. Yes. The next one is um, Tom Cavanaugh playing uh, Harrison Wells from, from another Earth, Earth. Yes. I really want to see a, a Tom Cavanaugh where he is just the regular Wells from Earth 1. I will tell you this. I know he comes from the uh, from Earth 2 I in will the next tell you episode, this. right? Okay, yeah. I was yeah, going to yeah. say, that Tom Cavanaugh is in the next episode. Yeah, he was in the preview. Yeah, I, which I just watched today. Yeah. Um... So, yeah. I guess there's there's a potential for four then because he's technically a third Wells in this one, right? Because he's the alternate timeline of Earth two. So there's I don't want to spoil because they right, explain right. what they explain. Right, right, right. The but idea. there's in theory there could be four uh, before that episode. Before yeah. that episode, yes. But wait, before before the episode, point? before the Be third, third episode? episode, yes and no. Let me just put it that way. Yes, and all no. right. I mean, having watched the first episode and the second episode, right? You wouldn't think that there could be four different. There would Harrison be Earth Wells. Two Harrison Wells. There would be pre-Flashpoint Harrison Wells. There would be the oh, I see. What, there would be so there's Earth two, two Harrison Wells. There would be the Harrison Wells that was killed by the actual. Let me let me let me do this Harrison a lot Wells. easier. Jeez. Earth 2, Harrison Wells, as we know him from season, season 2. Season 2, yes. Then there would be the alternate timeline Earth 2, Harrison Wells. Oh, the Flashpoint Harrison right. Wells? Right, from Earth 2. In okay. theory. That... I know. I already know... I, I'm nearly certain I already know how they... how they, What they do. Okay. But for the sake of not seeing... And not having seen the third episode... Okay. You would... Never mind. Let's just. No, I uh, no. I have now. Right. Now that I gather where right, you got right, the fourth right. one from, yes. I understand because there's two different Harrison Wellses. On and Earth we one, could because there was one that was killed, and then there was the one that was. That we was... could potentially have double the Harrison Wellses because of the timeline. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. I will not spoil it for right, you. Right, right. Watch the third episode because that's not your reading. So, but, right, right, but just watch it anyway. Um, Cisco Ramon is getting more and more annoying to me. So is um. Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. They're just giving her like she she just becomes more nervous throughout the series well and i also i really can't really stand when they do the over dramatic stuff like when caitlin snow it looks like she's turning into killer frost right um and she, you know when she that actress played killer frost and she's like oh hello you know i i can't i can't get right. behind that and, and cisco is also like hello you know and i'm yeah, like yeah, yeah. just just 
stop. Because normally his characters, I really like his character. I sort of do. There are things about his character that I really can't stand. Yeah. He wears Big Bang Theory shirts, which I just can't get behind. It it's like a... Peter Parker using Bing. <laughs> okay, sure. You know? Yeah. But it's fine. Like, his jokes, he is... Cisco has... Fan, the guy who plays Cisco, I can never remember his name. But, I can't remember. His but name. he has fantastic comedic timing. Yeah, no, he's great. The actor is really great, and that's I think that's why that's what's endearing about the characters yes. that he, they actually have an actor that it's really good at what they're giving him to do. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah, Kaylin Snow's character they it's they, they don't know how less... to write women on that show. That's another classic DC problem because yeah. she started as just a mopey, my boyfriend died yeah. character and they just brought it up every episode so they could hammer it in just so they could bring back Robbie. Right. And that's the only reason. And that really And then they killed him me. again. Yeah. And then and then she well, was he, like... Well, he flew away and then came back like five episodes later and then they killed him. Yeah. Like, but, she and keeps then, having... And, and then, then she was like, with oh, Zoom. now I'm sad, but now I'm happy again. And then she was with... Yeah, Zoom what's his and face? Then, yeah, yeah. What's um, his real? What's his fake real name? Oh, Jay. It wasn't Jay Garrick. Well, no, no, but his fake real his name. fake real name is Jay, Jay Garrick. Garrick. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, uh, the original, the Golden Age right, Flash. Right. Which, oh, by the way, I mean it's not technically season three. I think it's the end of season two. But yeah. great having the original Flash play be the, the actual original, original Flash. Flash. I know. <laughs> the, I mean, I will say this: the nods, the the Easter eggs in that show mm -hmm. are really great. Uh, Mark Hamill. Uh, Mark Hamill, which, by the way, have you no did you notice the part where Mark Hamill says, I am your father? Yeah, I which did. Which is great. We, yeah, it's we, so, we. It gets such a... Like, that episode alone gets so meta with Mark Hamill. Yeah. It's kind of it's unbelievable. really good. Um, did, did that actor, by the way... Um, I, I can't. I don't know his name, but the, the guy who plays um, Barry Allen's father... John Wesley Shipp. Did he play... Um, he played Jay... Barry Allen. Oh, okay. So he didn't play Jay Garrett. That, that was the thing is that originally when he was cast, that was the amazing thing is that John Wesley Shipp played Barry Allen right, in the right, 90s. Right. But I was wondering and if he played... And now he's playing the father of the Flash. So it, knowing that, it kind of makes those scenes when he... Um, in season one, when he's in jail, and he's talking to Barry yeah. about being a hero. Yeah. And the power that comes with it and the, the, you know, the hardships that come with that, yeah. it kind of makes it more poignant because you're yes. going, this is one actor who knows what it's like to be the lead on a show and to carry that responsibility and play this character. Yeah. Telling another actor, handing it to, him. I get what you're going through and yeah. it's going to be tough sometimes and it's going to be hard. Yeah. And it's a lot of responsibility for a young person to have. There's like, a great moment too, where he realizes that his son is the flash and, and says, well, if my, my son, son was the flash. the flash, and there's a really great like twinkle in his eye. Yes. When he says that. Yeah. I know. And, and like, I remember that scene specifically cause I almost wept during that yeah, scene. It's very, not only because it's beautifully done, just if you don't know the inside story to it, but knowing that extra little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. tidbit, yes. like just makes it, it even helps. more poignant. Um, yeah, he, there was something, there was another nod. Oh, in the third season, they've changed the chief. Is it the chief or the commissioner oh, or whatever? Yeah. The, the, the head of the, yeah. Yeah. Um, that guy is also in the original Flash oh, really? series. Yeah. He, I was going to say, they bring in the, the actual chief. He's like an undercover pimp or something. And they like, or he's like trying to hide at yeah, the pimp and they, he, they um, haul him in. The, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, um. The new guy, the yeah. black guy that they have now, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was 
Barry Allen's friend on the original okay. show. I was going to ask if he was Wally West. <laughs> no, but he that would have been amazing. Too. I, I like that Kid Flash is in the third season. Yep. You know, I, Wally West is is great. You know that that guy <clears throat> they got is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go wrong with uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Law and Order. Oh my God, Jesse L. Martin is yes. just outrageously He's good. So good. They, he is, and the fact that they got him to sing in the one episode in the fantastic. second season. Fantastic. So Tom Cavanaugh and Jesse L. Martin. I'll be honest. If they weren't in the show, I wouldn't come back. Yeah. No, I get that. It's it's hard for me to sit through a lot of the stuff, but yeah. but they are consistently yeah. great. Yeah. Grant Gustin is also just He's, charismatic he's good. I think he's. Like I think he great. see. I think he's right in the middle. I think that he he never does anything that I think is not good, but he mm-hmm. never does anything that I'm like, wow, good for you, man. I think I think the only thing that holds him back is that they're writing for a CW show. Agreed. I think if they were if they really had a push for like. But I also think he doesn't have the chops that Jesse L. Martin has. Where no, Jesse L. Martin no, he can certainly just... doesn't. But he will age into that. Yes, I. Agree. I, I that's I what agree. I mean. I think he has that raw potential. But there are scenes that Jesse L. Martin has that are two or three seconds long and you oh, just yeah. want to cry for it. Well, him, yeah, because you, know? you, you watch Jesse L. Martin so walk in with all of... Yeah, like, all the weight. Like 20 to 30 years of yeah. Broadway Great. and screen presence. Um, but yeah, I, I this this season... I mean, do you think this season has a great potential? Do you think it's going to be meh? Do you, all right. Like, what do you think? Here's this series's... This season's maximum potential. Okay. He goes back in time to fix everything uh-huh. and what would have been the new 52 becomes the dceu oh i, I see what I you're saying i don't think they would do it but that's how they can fix this problem that they've dug themselves into right just 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 do it just mix the two together we want to see these characters. i want to see ezra miller meet grant if i want to see the meet yeah if you're gonna say that there are two different dimensions and you already introduced the multiverse yes yeah just say you don't even you know it'd be enough for me if they don't ever not don't ever but in this early on if they don't meet we just acknowledge yeah like a portal he always runs through the time stream yes, and, and they have the things yeah let's see a shot of man of steel that's sure. it uh, that's all i need you know I, what I, mean? I really like as well that they got um, Eobard Thawne to uh, to come. That he he had a pretty substantial role. Yeah, uh, I don't know that actor, but I don't know either. But I really like him. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, and I hope he has. I hope they bring because him back he was him. such an important character. But he was the actor was almost not in. Any I know, of it <laughs> but every he time he's Harrison in it, Wells. he's really good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, um, cool. I think that's it. Yeah. What do you got for me? All right, so uh, this week I have for you. It's actually very a very short read. Um, I have kind of a two-prong... Like, I've written the entire thing on my hand. Yep. I have a two-prong approach to your next two reading assignments. They're both Batman stories. I'm not going to tell you what the second one is now. That's a much longer one. First one is a one-issue Batman story. It is issue number one of a a line called um, Batman Gotham Knights. K-N-I-G-H-T-N. Should I write this down? Um, No, I I will give it to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is one of my, f- it's like I said, it's a one issue shot. It's one of my favorite Batman stories. Okay. Um, it's a kind of a classic mystery whodunit. The um, Joker gets cancer. The Joker, the Joker gets cancer. Um, <laughs> and they, there's no fighting in it whatsoever. Um, no, it's a one issue shot and there's, it's a classic whodunit of, of somebody gets killed and they're trying to figure it out. And you really like those, and I'm glad because every single one of those that you've given me has been fantastic. Yeah, this one, I have a feeling you're pretty 
smart about these things, so I, I have a feeling you'll see the twist at the end That is coming. literally the nicest thing you've ever said about me. And I'll never say it again, and I want you to cut this part out of the episode. I'm um, just going to make the episode this on repeat for moved. an hour. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling you might see the twist coming, but even so, there is... I'm trying to talk about it without talking about it, because I don't want to give it away. All right. That's, but yeah, there's a twist in it that. that you go... Oh, that's good. All right. There, and there's a reason to it. Um, so it's really, it's it's a good reason. Has he like, been dead the whole time? Yeah. Were the plants actually killing people? Yeah, they were. <laughs> and he and Batman does this really awful Boston accent. <laughs> Was the village actually in modern times? I mean, isn't it always? <laughs> um, so M. Night yeah. Shyamalan was the devil in the elevator all along. Yeah. You'll probably... Is that the twist in the movie? I haven't seen that. Okay. I just presume. <laughs> He's the devil in all of his movies. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, so yeah. I, I'm, you can probably... You'll probably be done reading it by the time I leave here today. Like it's, We'll see. It's pretty I'm, I'm probably not going to start tonight. It's pretty late. But what? So what's the two prong? You're going to give me another one later? Uh, yeah, there's. it's two Batman stories. They're two really good Batman stories. This one I was like, this is a one shot. I can give him this one for this All right. for this week and it'll be real quick. And then the other one is like a longer thing. As soon as I say what it is next week, you'll be like, oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay. That's, that's kind of my two prong approach. All right. All right. So uh, this is actually interesting we probably won't meet before halloween right no halloween is a won't. monday yes, so we is. probably won't meet that day i, I mean we might i, have I, no don't, idea. I don't have friends I so yeah. we'll see if we're doing anything so we're probably going to do this but each dressed up in an awkwardly hot costume <laughs> or we'll just not dress up and say we are yeah that's who's, true who's to say yeah so uh i actually got you a batman story as well Woo! sort of okay it's uh it's called dark knight a true Batman story. <gasps> I know the story. Yeah, I know. I'm We've very excited it. to read it. Yep. So oh, that's what I got for you. Excellent. It's a real story about Paul Dini and his experiences working with Warner Brothers. That's right. And the crea- he's Paul Dini is famously the creator of Batman the Animated Series. I don't know that he's the creator. Well, he, he worked the, on the team that created it. Yes. I shouldn't say he's the creator as if he's I the, think he was the head writer. He was the head writer. I mean, he's he's the biggest influence that you can come out of that yeah. besides Bruce And he, he worked on a bunch of other stuff too, like Tiny Toons. Um, he's famously famous because he cre- ended up creating Harley Quinn right. out of, out of the Batman the animated series. Yeah. Um yeah, and the story is about him his working on on Batman. So so I've heard interviews about him talking about this experience. It's also about him being mugged and having to deal with that emotional experience. It is I not to spoil anything it is mostly about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited to read this. Yeah. This is All right, awesome. great. Cool. So we got that. Um that's going to be about it. Hey right? Chris Hey, yeah? Chris. Hey. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up? Where can they find us? Um, oh, God. Okay, I can name the things that we're at, but I don't know if I can actually name the addresses. Um, search for us on YouTube. Right. Uh, you can watch us there. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh-huh. That's always great. Uh, if you want to even do us even better, give us a nice review. Sure. Um, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Also, subscribe to us there. Same thing. Um, Patreon. Yep. Uh, what's the address of Patreon? Patreon.com slash the media lunch break. And it's go. the same as uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break. There you go. Um, throw in a few bucks. Help us uh, keep this going. Yeah. Throw us some singles. Yep. Uh, we have I, meant, a- I meant money, by the way, not, not people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, if we have a few extra hands to help out, then maybe we We're, don't need as much money. Well, I guess. I don't know that they have to be single in that case, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, if they, <laughs> if they have significant others and you want to throw them at us, you have to throw them as a couple. Whatever, as long as they're willing to work. Yeah. 
Um, so you got four. So You're halfway four. there. Okay. Uh, you the, skipped an obvious one. I, I'm getting to it. Hold oh, on. okay. Our website. Yep. Uh, is it TheMediaLunchBreak.com? It is. Everything is the media lunch break except Twitter. Well, now you just spoiled one of them. I didn't say what it is. We're on Twitter, at MediaLunchBreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's six. Yep. Uh, let's see. We also have uh, email. Yep. That is uh, TheMediaLunchBreak at gmail.com. It sure is. And here's the one that I said was obvious that I don't think you knew you missed. Give me a second. Give me a second. I've set the website. There's two that always go together. Go together, and you skipped one. Oh shit! Hold on. Hold on. Uh, What did I miss? Pooping? Yeah. So you said iTunes. I said SoundCloud. Yes, you said SoundCloud. Yeah. There are two that go together, and it's not iTunes and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Google Play. Google Play Music. Google Play Music. One. Don't worry. Everyone else forgets it as well. I think I'm the only one. It's because I have an iPhone, so I don't ever care. Um. And that's it. That's all of us. Um, I'm going to murder you and take all your comics. Yeah, subscribe to us on Google Play as well if you're one of those losers. Listen to an Android. I shouldn't really call people who might listen to us. (laughs) I just realized that. That's true. There's like a 40% chance, I think. Yeah, whatever. Um, All right, that's going to do it for this week, right? Mm -hmm. That's all we got. All right. Uh, Come back next week. We'll We'll talk about something. Yeah, hopefully something... in the news will happen. We can actually talk about that. Um, I really like the idea of doing the of oh, yeah. plot out the Boba Fett woman movie. That might be a good idea. I think that's a good one. I think that's, yeah, that's that's our backup the same way we had the Flash backup that we didn't end up using. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, until, I, I mean, we're going to do the Boba Fett woman movie until Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer comes out, and then we're just going to talk about that the whole time. Every week? We're going to do that? What if there never comes a day where there's a trailer? We're just going to keep doing no, that No, I meant we're episode? just going to every week talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, okay, trailer. got it. Even after That's the movie idea. comes out. Sure. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. That's going to do it for us, guys. Yes. All right, bye. Bye, go away. Bye.